what are some of the differences between boys and girls in the classroom? Because only when you know what the differences are can you then change your methodology to meet the needs of their learning styles. Yes? Active, okay. more inquisitive. Okay, so boys are more active. Yeah. What else? They're more physical. More physical. Okay, more aggressive. What else? Come on, now you all got the boys. Explain what they do. I think. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think the boys are more egotistical. Okay, so a large so, ego. Large okay. ego. And okay. You have to got a good group. Any others? They're not quite as willing to please either as little girls. Okay. Okay. So less cooperative. And we just want to add a few more because of time. To reinforce, we find the boys are more aggressive, are more athletically inclined, have a shorter attention span, a slower maturation rate, as you said, are less cooperative, are larger than the girls, influenced more by their peer group, more advanced gross motor than fine motor, not as neat as girls, are louder than girls, like wearing hats on their heads, have a different walk, have a larger ego, and last but not least, play the dozens more than girls. Do you know how many teachers, especially white teachers, white female teachers, don't know what the dozens are? Don't know what signifying is? Now remember, we live in a world controlled by men. Males want to find out who's the best, or as they say, who's the baddest. Now remember in school the rule is you can't fight, but they still want to find out who's the best. They create a new game called Dozens, signifying... During the period when I was in Uruguay, 1964 to 1966, our job in the face of the growth of the strength of the left during that period was to promote repression. It was the only alternative we had. In 1966, we brought in a, a CIA officer who set up his office in the police department under the cover of the public safety mission of AID. This officer was to work exclusively with the police intelligence trying to improve its capabilities. This officer was still there in 1970 at the time that the American public safety mission chief uh, Dan Mitrioni was kidnapped and executed by the Tupamaros. And of course, he was exactly the sort of person they were looking for to send abroad. Coming up, did God, did the Most High, create homosexuality? If the Most High is getting credit for creating evil and good, then hey, we'll see what y'all say, family. But tune in for part two. The adjustment burger is going to turn up.
whether in fact you do read Greek. Yes. Then, but, issue here then, tonight then I'm not I'm not then, an issue then perhaps then perhaps you would like to tell me that when Herodotus uses the term melancroes to describe Egyptians what he means I go back to my answer I'm not here proclaiming to be an expert on Herodotus or any of Wait. the so-called Greek philosophers. But that's a Greek question. No, it's not a Greek question at all. It is a question that you ask an expert, and I am not here claiming to be an expert. I also, in case you would like to know, have a distinction in Latin, and I speak German and French, in Spanish and a distinction in English as well. So I'm somewhat literate. I'm concerned though that so far I've been hearing bits and pieces of the discussion in specificity. You Take fact A and you argue. My focus is never on making a person yell, curse, and scream. If they do it, I mean, I'm delighted at that too. But I'm not looking to do that. I'd rather communicate my ideas clearly and use my time wisely. And whatever comes of it, comes of it. My only disappointment is that today, normally when I debate people, I realized the BS. I realized that a lot of times people just want the opportunity to disagree with me, just to disagree with me because they got their little personal thing going on. Is this the polite I know? First, is this the polite I know where he said, man, I'm not looking to, to debate nobody or to get them upset. Is this the brother I know that comes down the ring with a with boxing gloves on and the cape on, and when we announce you coming in the battle, you come down the ring with the boxing glove. Is this the polite that's talking about he don't want to get nobody upset, but when we announce you, hold on, hold on. When we announce you for another debate, you come in a goddamn debate with a coffin and a casket? Is this the same debate the yes. brother polite yes. that runs around and do laps around the circle while our brother is talking when you debate a Captain Tazaria and you <laughs> I'm only oh, messing with you, brother. Well, That's I all. I don't, I, don't, I don't do that to disturb the the other party. I do right. that to entertain me. Well, you know, they be disturbed. They be mad as hell. When you brought that coffin in, you don't think them Hebrews was mad? I'm sure. I'm good in math. And that's why I got 100. And if you got a 40 on the math test, you would probably say, I didn't study hard enough. You would never question your ability because you believe you're good in math. So if you got 100, 
you attribute it to your ability. If you got a 40, you probably say, I didn't work hard enough, which means the next time you take a test, you will study harder. But if you feel I'm not good in math, I'm not good in science, if you got a hundred on the test, you'll probably say it was luck. Or you would say it was, it was easy. And if you got a 40 on the math test, you'll probably say, well, I never was good in math. What happens is when you do not feel good about yourself, you won't work harder the next time because you attribute the bad grade to your ability. I want you to ask yourself in all your subjects, do you attribute your success to the ability or do you attribute it to luck and how easy the test was? I want you to attribute your success to your ability. And if you do a bad job, if you did not do well on a particular test, attribute it to effort. My sister tried four times to pass the CPA exam, and she did not pass. But she never questioned her ability. She always believed she didn't try hard enough. It's a real good feeling when you never give up on yourself, when you always believe in yourself. You see, and Edom, thou should not abhor an Edomite, Edomite, for he is thy brother, yeah. and they against Edomites. Uh -huh. And thou shalt not, and thou shalt not abhor an Egyptian, Egyptian because right. thou was a stranger in his in, land. In land. You know what this mean? Yeah. Yo, nigga, we hit yo, we yeah. hit the Messiah up in here, and we taught him his magic when he Egypt came to Egypt. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, 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 Never shit on Egypt. What, what hold on, Egypt hold on. Hey. <laughs> you gonna go, Perry? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I, I just gotta say something. This is the problem. This is the problem. They wanna talk to people who don't read their scripture. Yeah. But then when you talk to someone that do read your scripture, now we're gonna question you why you're not following your God. Because your God said to revere the Egyptian. Your God said don't abhor the Egyptian. Okay, so that don't mean no what the, what that does, don't mean worship them. What does abhor mean? Bad shit, bro. What does abhor mean? Abhor mean don't hate the nigga. And that was at that time. So that we can hate him now? Where does it say? You hate them now. So where does it So that's why I'm asked. This is why I'm asked. Where in the Bible does it say Hate them later, but don't hate them now. Where does in the bro, Bible say? Bro, bro, where in the Bible does it bro, say we put in a five-year statute of bro, limitation bro, on hate? And bro. after the five years expire, you can start hating them. Pictures are a major success because we address those things. We get that pain out, and we deal with the fact that our man has been hurting. Certainly we are hurting, and we are all in pain, but we have to come back together on that issue and try to work it out. I don't like the picture in the book. It's an ugly picture, but we have an ugly problem that we have been turned into as a result of living here in white America. Many of us do not have 
knowledge or information and education that can benefit the larger community. What I'm saying is that we have mixed up our priorities. We cannot go outside the home and correct it until we correct the problems we have inside the home. So our being out of control is that we have refused to allow and accept the black man to give us any direction on anything we're doing. Just like the black man's failure and his impotence to function in this society, that's not innate. Uh, this is something that has been bred into us since we have come to this country. What we need to do now is to recognize, you know, where we are and for us sisters not to fight me if you are not guilty of the things that I charge in my book. I need you to get on my side and to help me raise these other sisters. That message remains the same and it's a problem that we need to solve and I don't back down off of the truth. Uh, a family is like a nation. And in every nation, you must have one head of the government that the rest of the people in that nation cooperate with in order to be successful. And if not, you have anarchy. And that's what we have now in our black homes because the man has been uh, displaced and we have devalued the importance of the black man in the home in order to... Talk about a man's not superior to a, 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 a woman. No, no one is superior. I mean, you... Let me get the ladies in on a secret. No amount of verbal voodoo is going to change the fact that men, you're the weaker vessel. Why do you black women, you black female Christian feminists struggle so much with this very Bible you say you believe and this God you say you follow? All right. Equality, 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 equality. I mean, you can stand firm what you said. Everybody's entitled to be 100% foolish and wrong. Stand in your ignorance. Own your ignorance. But there ain't going to be no floodgates coming for you. That's why, you, that's why I hung up on you last night. Because you a liar. Liar, fake, and a fraud. All these half a million dollar men who are suiting and, and I'm not entertaining them. And turns out that neither one of your BDs is on child support and they both low, lower earning men and the dude you're dealing with ain't making $5,000 a month. F out of here. Go listen to that show. Thank, say thank you in advance for the comedy hour. I can't make this shit up. I know she'd be sick of what our eyes can see. What they say, the eyes can only see 10% of what's going on, KT? What, 10%? Oh, man, yeah, um, definitely. Um, it's, it's a switch. <laughs> it's a kill. Yeah, yeah so we, we have a more expansive self that we're not even aware of, and we're going to tap into that. When you tap into that, you're able to get things done. You're able to live like a god on earth. You're able to live like the greats that you look up to now. You're able to carry that Christ consciousness, and that's what this ever is about. So we're going to go into that. also want to give Brother KT a shout-out on hey. October 20th, 
KT, man, this uh, I just had a conversation with this brother KT before we started this show, and he was giving me some health advice, man. I listen, y'all. I, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I call KT all the time for health advice, health advice behind the scenes, and KT always give me some good health advice, man. What to eat, how to exercise, proper sunlight to get. If the doctor tells me something, he tells me something that I should be doing. You know, it, it's 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 good to have somebody like that in your in, in your crew that you know you could depend on. So I feel as though everybody should be privy to this information from KT, and that's why he's making it available to the public via lectures. The brothers got a lecture coming up called the Vegan Gene: The Scientific Evidence and Genetic Proof That Our Ancestors Were. Vegan. That's controversial oh, yeah. in itself. Uh, I can't yeah. wait to hear about that because they say oh, yeah, ain't yeah. no, ain't no. They, you know what they say? Ain't no Africans wasn't no damn vegan, KT. We I know, man. In Africa. When they, uh, when their attention is diverted to something else during the session. And the commands for this training routine and is similar to the one we did before. The student runs, do fish swim, or do birds fly on coach. Coach answers now and then, but makes startling comments from a prepared list given by a supervisor. The student must handle the originations to the satisfaction of the coach. The preclear origination sheet is just a list of statements that the preclear can make for the drill. Things like, I feel all confused, I feel awfully tense, my head feels like it has a tight band around it, things like that. And the training stress of this particular drill is, the student is taught to hear origination and do three things. One, understand it, two, acknowledge it, and three, return the preclear to session. If the coach feels abruptness or too much time consumed or lack of comprehension, he corrects the student into better handling. So, you ready to go? Okay, so in this one, you're going to be the coach? Yes. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, start. Do birds fly? Yes, they do. Good. Do birds fly? I just realized I've had a headache for years. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, let's carry on with the session. All righty. Good. Whether, in fact, you do read Greek. Yes. Then... issue here then, tonight. Then, I'm not, I'm not then, an issue. Then perhaps, then perhaps you would like to tell me that when Herodotus uses the term melancroes to describe Egyptians, what he means. I go back to my answer. I'm not here proclaiming to be an expert on Herodotus or any of Wait. the so-called Greek philosophers. But that's a Greek question. No, it's not a Greek question at all. 
It is a question that you ask an expert, and I am not here claiming to be an expert. I also, in case you would like to know, have a distinction in Latin, and I speak German and French and Spanish, and a distinction in English as well. So I'm somewhat literate. I'm concerned, though, that so far I've been hearing bits and pieces of the discussion in specificity. You take fact A and you argue. I mean, he spoke kindly. He said, you know, John, I'm, I'm sorry, but you came from a race that's made no history. But if you persevere, if you obey laws and study hard, you make history someday, and you personally might one day be a great Negro like Booker T. Washington. <laughs> Booker T. Washington was the one thing whites approved of at that time. All right, while doing chores at a local high school, holding the coat and the books of a recitalist, the book, I opened a book called The New Negro, and I found an essay by a Puerto Rican of African descent, Arthur Schumberg. The essay was called, The Negro Digs Up His Past. Now I knew I was not only older than slavery, I was older than my oppressor. And my oppressor was the last branch of the human race to enter that arena, mock civilization. Don't get mad, get smart, prove me wrong. Uh, now, in the old Harlem History Club, under Willis and Huggins, long since dead, John Jackson, who died only a few years ago, and we had to take up a collection to bury him. Yes, when we're talking about science, in, in every area that we've been allowed to participate in, we've always been the best. All we've ever needed was the opportunity. So in science, was Imhotep, or Granby Woods, or Louis Latimer, or George Washington Carver, or Walter Massey, or Sister Jemison, our first black female astronaut, you name the area. All we've ever needed was the opportunity. We're talking about black excellence, because it used to be being black meant being the best. If it's in business, we have strong men and women there as well. Reginald Lewis, who now owns um, a large company that he just acquired, or John Johnson at Ebony Magazine, or Ed Gardner at Soft Sheen. All we've ever needed was the opportunity. In writing, can you all name me a very good writer? Let me just giving you all the names. Can you name me a black writer that you think is very, very good? Yes. Nikki Giovanni. Nikki Giovanni, any others? 
Richard Wright. Richard Wright, Tony Morrison, Alice Walker, Gwendolyn Brooks, Alex Haley. In education, Carla G. Woodson, Benjamin Mays, and Mary Futrell, the current president of education, strong black men and women. In television, who has the best show on television right now? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. And the best newscast in terms of the talk shows, there's two. One of them, well, actually, they're both in the morning. Who are they? Morning talk show hosts. Brian Gumbel, and who's the other one? The female. And Oprah Winfrey. You name the area, we've been good at it. What about in the movies? Who has the greatest box office attraction in the movies? Dr. York. And the validity of his innocence. And I don't mind having the conversation being perfectly honest that no matter what I say, I will never know if he did anything. But damn it, I know I can compile more evidence towards his innocence than you can towards his guilty. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. That man can't have enough sex in one lifetime over 1,100 times in a lifetime. To have hereditary angioedema, knowing that that ailment in itself creates a declination in your sex drive? At his given age, he's having more sex than any man in his 20s in America with a disease that puts his sex drive on decline. And then if I were to ask you, did he ever get locked up for sexual charges? No. That's why the feds came in and ran their case concurrent with the state because the state was going to lose because anybody knows anything about law. The feds don't deal with sexual cases. That is for the state. The state was going to lose. So the feds came in with the RICO charge to make it about commerce. I just don't cast pearls to swine because I know when someone's antagonized me and they have no intention to really learn. They don't really want to know. They hate him. And why do they hate him? Just because. Same reason they hate me. Same reason. They, the white man is the devil every day of the week until he says something about Dr. York. Now he's telling the truth. You feel what I'm saying? So I just chill. I be easy. Because I understand that he has hurt. That's for their organization to argue. Now, here's, here's what I'm saying. Nibiru, the CIA, if that's who we're going to accredit to the information you, ha you have that's probably most contemporary or most recent, they would have to have got that terminology from the same culture that birthed the terminology Anunnaki. And two, you use the term Anunnaki in your discourses. So I want to know, will you be willing to use the terminology Anunnaki for the debate since you already use it in your discourses? Or do you want to remove yourself from using the word Anunnaki? And I understand you have your own presentation when you break down the word Anunnaki. I totally understand that. <clears throat> as long as it's understood that I'm dealing with the word, in regards to the in regards to non-filter organizations understanding, I will use the word. I have no problem with that. Like I said, we can call it motherfucking blues clues. Just like if I say if I say if I say a reptilian, I didn't make the word up. 
I'm using the word to concept to conceptualize a form of thought that everybody identifies with this alleged being asked. So I just want I just want it to be known. I'll yeah. use the word to guide people's minds in the direction I'm taking them with the information. I, 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 will, I will not hold. On, let me get because we doing with right. the public record now. Go ahead. I will not, yeah, we ain't doing that. I will not <laughs> take responsibility for another nigga's doctrine. That's not what we about to do it. I'm because you don't want to blow up the spot. Now I'm you may not, think I'm trying to disrespect. Now we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Uh, we are. We're not going to set it up like I'm saying. Oh, hey, alien. What's up, alien? No, it's not okay. like. That. Okay, hold on, Queen. Let me let me respond. Uh, you know, graciously respectful. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. we give respect to our queen. Yeah, I have not just to you, but to many people express my experiences. But we're not going to overly whelm it as if I'm saying, "Oh, every Saturday, alien Joe come, alien Johnny come see me." But if you if you wish for me to account, if you wish for me to account a physical and an actual experience I've had, I will do so gladly right now. But we're not going to shape this into something that's just every Sunday. Pharaoh goes to sleep and talks to eight hundred. Are are you talking to these people at least once a month? These beings. Listen. Hold on, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break down my my exact formula for you, right? Okay. My exact formula for you. All right, bro. all right. Ever since I reached a certain age, okay, being the age of five, which anybody who knows me can confirm, my family can confirm, okay, I've had experiences. Which, like I said, if y'all motherfucker, we could do, we could bet some money right now. I bet anybody on this panel thirty thousand dollars and up. Now, we can do a lie detector test. If I'm lying, I'll rip your fucking bank account. So that being said, since I've reached the age of five, I've had certain experiences in my life to where I've gained certain information through certain studies. This whole battle that you have been dealing with in terms of Afrocentricity, do you not, regardless of where Wellesley cho- chose to accept money from, do you not, as a scholar, have an obligation to discern where this money is coming from, to see whether the source is compatible with your own views as a scholar? I did not see anything in the conditions of the grant that uh, inhibited what I did and what I meant to do or say or think. I believe that I acted with perfect integrity. Now you may disagree with that and you may disagree with the aims of those foundations and other foundations and that is what we do in a free country. Until they are outlawed, I don't see what else can be done. Well, let me ask you the question perhaps more directly. Had there been, say, a foundation to wipe out scholarship of any sort, if such a foundation were to have given money to Wellesley College, would you have found it equally acceptable to 
take money from such a foundation to further your work? I don't know what foundation you're talking about. This seems to be a it totally was a hypothetical question. It's totally hypothetical. Be hot and angry. I, I was feeling bad during the course of this shit. When when someone says, "Hey, the language is wrong and it's fake," but they're using words from other languages and mixing them up, that happens all the time in languages. Is that what, what what's what is that? What's a fake language? How is it fake if people are speaking it? See, this is that black weird shit that people be doing. So proud to be black and talking about the European this, European that. Do you got the European's name? European groups. Do you got the name of the group? Ah, you just trying to be slick and specific. <laughs> Yo, I see people in the chat like Piggy Slick. He's trying to get him to define what these words mean. <laughs> what? Yo, I swear to you, someone wrote that. And two people's like, yeah, you know, he always want to know what people mean by the Yo, words. Like I said, mean. listen, I had a very good time tonight, man. This was amazing. This is a good, this is gonna be a very classic show. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was classic, man. This is a classic. Y'all, Y'all are gonna bring a very, 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 very serious um, debate to the people. It's gonna be powerful. You know what I'm saying? I think that um, Pharaoh offers a very animated, you know, he has a whole movement. And that's why he's been growing exponentially. He has a magnetic personality. You know, I, I just didn't wanna put him under that much pressure. Like Until the positive reason, who knows what the negative reasons are, is because I don't want more conflict. I'd rather have genuine peace, which is very, very, very hard to obtain. People generally obtain peace by sweeping things under the carpet. I have another chapter in this new book called Don't Hide Things in the Fog. And it that's what it concentrates on is Pay attention to your negative emotions. Resentment particularly, it's like, it's so, it's so uh, informative. You find out where you're immature. Well, do you want to? Probably not. Who wants to find out that? Or you'll find out who's oppressing you. And maybe then you can learn to stand up for yourself. Well, let's, let's dig into the new book. I want to do it in a particular way, uh, which is starting with a quote of yours that a close friend of mine has, has committed to memory. Now, <laughs> please fact check me on this. Perhaps it's Abraham Lincoln or Oscar Wilde or one of the other ubiquitous attributions on the internet. But, but here we go. And I'm fond of this as well. Quote, it seems to me that the purpose of life is to find a mode of being that is so meaningful that the fact that life is suffering is no longer relevant. Uh, now, I have a, I have a follow-up, just a segue from that, but is that an accurate quote? Well, I don't know if it's an accurate quote, but it sounds like... Attractive, doing well, 
has fallen from grace. By his own fault, yes. By his own fault. But that's not the point. The point is I get to laugh at another black man on his way down. And there is no better hobby for a Negro than to watch one of their own fall from success to failure. And until we get rid of that, that's why I'm building the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey Academy. Because if you don't kill the Negro that lives in us, the African can never be reborn. You have a white demon in you that needs to be exercised. And he's in the mind. And until you take that demon, that cracker in you, until you get the European out of the black psyche, we'll never be free. Because the first freedom is psychological freedom. The first freedom is psychological freedom. And until we have that, we have nothing. Once you make a decision to create a war amongst black people, that'd be a huge distraction to the bigger war at hand. So even though I was upset and I was angry, to cross the line, to sacrifice myself to get jumped by a bunch of Hebrews will also be to sacrifice the people that support me to get them when my numbers are better. So it wouldn't make sense to do that. The only grievance I had was because the guy that I identify as a white man sitting right there. And I could be wrong. But I consider him to be a white man doing his job to get black men to fight each other. It almost worked. He said something to me that I found to be very disrespectful. So, in light of that experience, when I asked him on a couple occasions to curb the way he's talking, he insisted on saying something that he said. That being the case, I put the mic down and asked him, I'm, in, I'm from a different place, so I'm thinking, oh, you're saying it on purpose because you can beat me, or you're trying to aggress me to a point where you feel like I could take you on. This is how I'm interpreting it. So I'm like, okay, let's be fair. I got my team, y'all got your team, but I'll put the mic down Let's shoot a fair one. That could have been wrong. And it probably is wrong in certain places. I think it's right in other places. Because we don't have to get prescribed drugs from a conversation. Let's check those levels out and see if those things subside. And then let's have a conversation after feeling bad about how we treated our people because we were lacking in certain vitamins and minerals. So All the right. therapist is the rapist. And what I'm saying is, they're using mental health as a segue to manipulate our people and to have us drugged up and out of our damn minds. It's our people that's bearing the stigma of the medical institutions that's using us as guinea pigs for symptoms that can be easily remedied by simply knowing enough to check the levels of our vitamins and our minerals before we go over there confiding in the medical institution. That's where we're being abused the most, that's where the wounds are being taken out. That's where the blood sugar levels are rising. All they can give you medicine. 
All right, all right, all right. Um, Brother Polite, I uh, got a question for you, and I need you to just get to it. Try not to be too long-winded, but I'm going to let you get this out. You know, uh, we coming back to that other question. Go I got to ask you this question. Where are you in terms of Dr. Malakazi York? Do you still believe in the teachings of Dr. Malakazi York, or have you moved on to your own teachings now? No matter what school or what grade you go in. Death is the source that I'm from. Everything that they do, we have already done. Self-taught, my ice a melts off. Mind high price, I write and sell thought. I felt cloth, I cannot in cotton shop in aquaponic chronic options. Badenizing pot concoction. Earth a thought, her twat is rotten. Knowledge of my eye forgotten. Watch the conscious sovereign doctrine. Not dishonest prophet goblins. Boxing out the box, I'm boxed in Black magic, black yoni, black phallus How they turn kings and queens to crack addicts How they make us lose our sight like bad glasses They know we invented original mathematics Black magic, treat home like a Sabbath I can hear beautiful music and bad static I attract cash and bags like that's madness Last maverick, blast fast like Zab Jab Black magic Black, Yoli, Black. I want to be able to fit in. Okay, so typical situation of the in crowd. You have nine people. You have five people that are being negative. You have three people being positive. Now it's your vote. Now, you have five being negative, three being positive. You have to decide which way you're going to go. Many of us, of course, choose to fall in right here because they outnumber this one. Simple majority, party in crowd. Another one I think I hear a lot of times is my parent, those are my parents' rules. Many young people do not like following their parents' rules. Anybody want to testify on that? just simply break rules because it's their parents' rules. I just want to be me, and whatever they say, I'm going to do the exact opposite. Have you ever known anyone like that? If my parents say yes, I'm going to say no. If they say 10 o'clock, I'm going to say 11 o'clock. Is that you, Quayle? I'm glad you said I sure didn't want to mention your name, girl. testify. What is it sometimes about, I just don't want to do what they say? What makes you feel good about that sometimes? I don't know, you just don't want to do it because you're sick of hearing it. You're sick of hearing it? Yeah. Do you think it's, 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 do you think about whether it's right or wrong? Okay, it's just, it's just their rule, right? Right. And, and, and you want what, your own? You want to do what you want to do. You want to do your own. You want to do, have your own rules. Yeah. Okay. You gonna do that? Well, you gonna do that? Mm-hmm. To Angela Davis and to, to President Nixon's special advisory, a woman cannot recall the name. Okay. 
is that first of all, well, the caller, uh, as I stated, President Nixon's advisor was unable to be here. However, Mr. Carmichael... This is a message for every black man in America. I, Salam Alaikum. My name is Sharazad Ali, and I am the author of the black man's guide to understanding the black woman. I would like to welcome you to the black man's guide on tour video. I have produced this video so that black people all over the country could sit back in the privacy of their own homes and find out what it is that I have been trying to say, what my message actually consists of, without the interruption of television talk shows, uh, radio interviews, and newspaper book reviews. I would like you to try to be objective, try to hear what I'm trying to say, and uh, enjoy it. I want you to find out about the lecture, the controversy, the truth, and the excitement of the black man's guide to understanding the black woman. Look at me. I'm the black man. Me and my woman are lost, traveling in a strange land. I'm having it hard, and my future looks bland. And no, I don't expect you to understand. I'm doing bad for all to see. But all this universe belongs to me. And I plan to get on the right track. Guys, they come out and they pretend this and pretend, like I saw a brother who actually made a video saying he's the real Prince York and I said well you you are the real Prince York because my name ain't Prince my name is not Prince Prince is a title that was given to me they say as a cliche as some may say Prince York my name is Amunubi Amosis Okran York or Amun Nabab Raye you follow what I'm saying people not even on that level of affirmation to even know what these sacred tones are even meaning follow what I'm saying even there's certain groups are saying yo they teacher's name is Amunubi but don't know what Amunubi even mean so I break all of that up 
Nobody's on that level. When it comes to my father, his health is moderate. But what we have to understand is that do we want him to be healthy in prison or do we want him to be free? You follow what I'm saying? Because if anybody will be, anybody gets sick under the type of conditions that they have him in which living in, you follow what I'm saying? In the aspect of he's sitting in a room that's 40 degrees. So if he's freezing cold. On top of that, he hasn't seen sunlight. He don't get privileges like go out and play basketball no more. You know, they, they switched him 10 different prisons when he went into jail. And people don't take this in consideration. You follow what I'm saying? Even with my father... Yo, you, you already know. You already know if I was cold at basketball. But, but you know what I'm saying? You know, people don't take these different things in consideration. They just make their assumptions. And when I say making assumptions, I'm not referring to the brother, brother polite making assumptions. I'm referring to most of these YouTubers. And what we as the black community have to look at is when you see people slandering the master teacher or any teacher, you have to acknowledge them as being the virus in the community. These people are disease in the community built to destroy us because if you say that you are slandering Dr. York fine I'll do you how we did in the Ansar days I'll say you prove to me that my doctrine is but, but, bro, if you say that to me, this America if you, African day, if you say that to me it's a lot of this, there I don't say I'm American he don't like me saying I'm American cause <laughs> I don't say I'm American I'm American but see, this is the it's thing. We was we are products pro of America. We, we was having this conversation. We still had this debate. We did. Prior <laughs> to Colin Kaepernick, because yeah. we'll go shit. places and he stand up. I ain't stand up for no flag. I ain't right. never stood up for the flag. Right. I don't stand up for the American flag because I'm a felon in America. Hold mm. on. Now and I'm not recognized. I don't stand up for the flag. I got in trouble in school. Gonna stand up I got in trouble in school. <laughs> I got in trouble in school because I wouldn't do it just we because I wouldn't enough, do it. We ain't got enough color on the, on the flag. <laughs> so we ain't standing up for Africa and America was to go to war, I'm, I'm going telling, with Africa. I'm grabbing American arms. Uh, I don't want all I, of Africa, man. Listen, man. I don't. I don't want to be subject to what they got going. First of all, on. you do. You do know Africa is the most mineral rich land, and forty percent of it is owned by China. It's a whole nother conversation, <laughs> right? But what you I'm saying is, you talking about resources? Listen, Africa has yo, more resources. You know we some educated thugs, yeah. Right? Africa has more resources than anywhere but on the planet. planet Earth. I also That's know. That's the reason why I the world know, religion hold on. has dominated Africa. I also talk know there's places where one dude could have palaces everywhere and there's no running water. I'm not, I don't want to be subject to that. So you can be well. Teach, teach that also in your house as well. But to put you all back together, I now want to ask the students and the adults, what is a friend? Young people first. What is a friend? Someone you can rely on, who is trustworthy, who respects you. Okay, so a friend is someone trustworthy and dependable and you can rely on. A true friend. Yeah. A true friend. Wait, 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 wait. Now we get these code words, true friend. Okay, I just said friend. 
You can have some other kind of friends? Yes. Okay, so let's use your, your, your vernacular. You have true friends. What other kind of friends do, can you have? You have acquaintances. Acquaintances, okay. Or you can have just social people that you hang around, you know. So like associates? Right. Okay. Okay. What's an associate, Quill? person that you just with when you ain't got nobody else to be with. Okay, so they're not, they're not really your friend, but someone you can sort of hang with when there's no one else to hang with? Okay, yeah. A friend is someone who will accept you for who you are, not for what you do, what you wear, or, you know, who you hang with. The friend is someone who accepts you no matter if you're not in the in crowd. So you depend on them, they're reliable, and it's unconditional. Let me ask you this. Would a true friend do something negative to you? Not Would a true friend encourage you? Not intentionally. Not intentionally? Would a true still going to be suffering? You can't talk yourself out of that. And so then I see people tearing, tearing down traditional structures, let's say, or they're casual about them. Another rule in this new book is uh, do not casually denigrate social institutions or creative achievement. Well, why social institutions? Well, I've counseled lots of people who were lost and so if you came to see me and I was your therapist, I'm very practical. I'd say to you, okay, well, let's look at your life for a minute. Um, do you have an intimate relationship? What about your family? And that could be, you know, married with kids, or it could be the family of your birth, your siblings and your parents and so on. How's that functioning? Do you have anyone there? Do you have a job or maybe a career even if you're fortunate, but at least a job that keeps body and soul together and maybe where there's some chance of advancement and hope? Um, do you know how to use your time outside of work productively? Uh, do you take care of your mental and physical health? Do you manage the temptations, drug and alcohol use and that sort of thing? Do you manage those temptations effectively? Um, are you educated as are you as educated as you are intelligent? You know, have you and those are stand exactly the size of planet Earth, let's just say approximately four times the planet Earth. I'm I'm Hold on, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. All right, so you good on that, right? But it's going to lie, and I say that's for the debate. But okay. yes, I identify with Planet X and Planet Nibiru in, in terms to the label to be in conjunction. So I'm telling you now, for the record, yes, I have taught and have identified on the subject matter being Planet X and Planet Nibiru. I will defend two things, correct? Planet X and Planet Nibiru? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
It's getting, it's getting, it's gonna get hot, baby. It's gonna get hot. All right, so we definitely got Nibiru on deck. You can say whatever else you want to say about it. I'm sure we got reference points for Planet X and all that other stuff. But um, I'm, I'm sold, and we can probably re- revisit it. I want to get through, and then we probably could revisit, because I know you might want to ask me something about evolution or whatever. I don't know. So, because we, we had those mild discussions. Uh, Anunnaki. <clears throat> Did they play a role in creating man? And are they a race of beings that don't exist, that didn't come from this planet? That's what I need to know. In order for me to go against it, I just need to know if you got them labeled as a a superior race of beings that don't exist outside. When he eventually did, I'm afraid to tell you that his essay did not actually agree completely with your conclusions, but the reason why it wasn't in the collection was that it came in too late. As far as Professor Bernstein is concerned, um, I'm afraid that his essay was much more critical than you seem to believe. So that really is the explanation, I think, for those omissions, I might say that as far as our editorial posture was concerned, we realized that these are sensitive, difficult issues. And we fully expected that we would be in this room here tonight. We didn't know the date, but we knew we'd be here. And so what we did, what we tried to do, was we tried to have what we call full disclosure. It's the reason why the book turned out to be not just another 150-page book with some essays sort of thrown together, but a book which attempts to give summaries of comprehensive accounts of the questions that Bernal raises. And we give Bernal full credit for raising those questions. I think that Professor Clark and others are quite correct. Professor Bernal is not the first person to raise those questions, but... ...which they feel are right and just, but these moves that they make some of them might involve some violence or something like that. That's going to be looked at as terrorism, and these motherfuckers might have nothing to do with Islam and not even think that they're, what they're doing can be considered terrorism. Well, I mean, one of the, one of the major domestic terrorists is Timothy McVeigh. Right. Who is not Muslim. No, he's a Christian. A Christian. Mm-hmm. White, white, white Christian. They don't call him a Christian terrorist. They, they, they definitely called him a terrorist, though. Oh, they called him a terrorist, but they didn't call him a Christian fundamentalist terrorist. The same way they say Islamic terrorists. See, these are all code words and, and things to try to get you thinking in a frame of mind. So right now, I'm calling this dude a Christian 
white supremacist terrorist, the dude that just did this shit in the church. And you're going to have to 